0: Welcome to the Funny Style Podcast. I'm your host Chris Robinson. Today we have Brian Milligan, Matt Glidden, and Rafiq Shaheen. So I was trying to figure out how to organize this episode because we've had a massive piece of drama. So not really a massive piece of drama, but it it boiled over (laughs) here in our comedy scene. So we'll be talking about that this episode. But I wanted to start with positivity. That's right. So the Laugh Attic That we spent the last two episodes talking (laughs) about it falling apart (laughs) (laughs) um, is now getting going to be under new management. It's rising
1: from the ashes like (laughs) a (laughs) phoenix. We We burned it (laughs) down and created (laughs) something better. Yeah,
2: Yeah. 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 cut out the dead roots. (laughs) 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 Got to shore up those beams (laughs) so it doesn't collapse in on itself again. (laughs) (laughs) That's right.
0: So um, now it's going to be run by Eugene Singleton, Brian Milligan, and myself. That's right. Fuck yeah. The dream team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we went to, it was weird like when you talked about it but before we started recording it was I wasn't that excited until we actually went mm-hmm. and we're standing in the empty room oh, and we're God. like there's a lot of potential in this room.
1: That's yeah. what happened the first time I went there. That's how I felt at the open mic.
0: No. No, oh, before that. Yes. Oh, I, my God. I met
1: Eugene there one day, like sort of how you and I met on Sunday, you know what I mean? And I kind of was just like, like, you know, like once you start, once you kind of of have like feelings towards something, you like start thinking ahead in the future and like potential and all that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I initially thought. And then I just watched that potential drive off a cliff, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? (laughs) And then now, even when we were there, like I felt so much more of what this could be. you know what i mean um i mean brevard we only have one comedy club and it's gregory's and i feel like this is like the best opportunity possible because we're right by the space center we have uh like a i feel like a large market if we can actually reach the potential of the room we can we can get some good people in that room Yeah. yeah So. And,
2: and you don't have to worry about crossover because the other only comedy club is far enough away that the audiences are going to be different.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's probably what fifteen miles away. Yeah. So, like and I'm not gonna like I, I'm not gonna lie. The <coughs> marketing aspect, I'm gonna do more like Titusville, Merritt Island, co- Coco proper, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Leave Coco Beach to the Gregorys crew, you know, yeah. because I'm looking more for like. 30s to 40s, like engineer type dudes that are, you know, making a lot of money at the space center, don't really have a place to spend it on. There's, you know, there's not a shit ton of stuff going on in Titusville, and Merritt Island. So, mm-hmm. yep. I, I yeah. think I, I think that's going to be more like the targeting. <laughs> and
0: I think what I think what, Brevard, what the Brevard scene needs, and we were talking about this there, is a like a and more aggressive energy comedy club. Yes, like yeah. a younger, higher energy. These are new comics. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you know, there's no rules about what you can and can't say within reason. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, And this is just a place where younger people are comfortable coming to laugh and have a good time. And by younger, we just mean... Younger than sixty, the demographic <laughs> of Gregory, which is yeah, it really does balance out to probably be the average age in there is probably sixty. Yeah, we're trying to target to where the average age is probably thirty-five. Right, yeah. so it's a very different energy. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> The staircase alone. Yeah. <laughs> should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should avoid. <laughs> we <could sound laughs> age group.
2: Oh my god, dude! <laughs>
3: did, did
2: someone's grandma trying to get up there with a walker? <laughs> she just stops halfway and goes back
1: down. <laughs> only millennial comedy club. <laughs> <life. laughs>
0: and again, the fact that it's in that bowling alley, I mm. think, is just such a cool thing. Yeah, yeah have a night yeah. out. Yeah, have a night out. Come to the bowling alley, go to the comedy show, eat at the Mexican restaurant. Everything's all in one. Thing. Get hammered,
2: yeah. Right, drop your shitty kids off at the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Like, for real. you know,
1: like, hey, y'all kids go bowling. We're gonna go fucking get hammered and watch a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, like young teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I mean, it's better there. than leaving them at home. You know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's also
4: better than like hovering over your teenagers while they're just having a good time. Like, fifteen, you don't want your parents hanging out with you. That's you know? true. Yeah. And
2: also, you don't want like anyone like anyone can enjoy comedy but like really you don't want anyone that young in a comedy show yeah. because it makes the other adults in the room feel awkward usually less open to responding to yeah because it's the yeah, thing of like you know, some some dude's making a joke about smacking his wife or whatever, and everyone's going to tense up already. But if there are kids in the room, it's going to go from, "uh, this is uncomfortable, to like, nope, we're just getting up and leaving. Like, yeah. we can't yeah. expose them to this. Yeah.
0: And what I, what I'm most excited about, which we haven't talked about, but I really think, because I know, Brian, you were like, I don't want to run an open mic. Yeah. <laughs> but what I think is really cool, and I've seen this done other places, Where you run an open mic after the show Mm. because that bowling alley doesn't close until midnight. Yeah. And again, back to the different age demographic, you know, when I went to New York, you see those comedy clubs where they have an audience, Mm. and then after the show, there's a whole new line of people outside and they just run another show. And after that show, there's a whole new line of people outside, and they just run another show. Mm-hmm. And that and this is long-term down the road once that place is proven that it can constantly bring people in right. and once it's well-known in the community. Yeah. But once it gets to that point, the comedy club should be open the same amount of time that the bowling alley is open. Hey, we'll keep running. Because, hey, I think if that's a hop-in club inside of a bowling alley, I think open micers would be happy to come up there and just hang out, try new material. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because what we don't have is a comedy club that's sort of for the comics. That's yeah. My one complaint about Gregory's is because it's booked outside of our community, there, they no, don't have a relationship with the local comedy scene. Yeah, yeah, there, there's,
2: there's no chance for, if you're local, to be seen and then move up through, like, kind of the ranks. Yeah,
1: Mad cla- Caps is a... Like, Closest thing we have to right, that. and yeah. that's
2: still a hike away, yeah. That's yeah. an hour
1: and 20 minutes away. They've got yeah. the right system for sure, for sure. For yeah. bringing people but up. again, that's a comic running a, com- a comedy club, yeah. And exactly. I think that's that's <coughs> we talked about that on Sunday. It's like very important because we're gonna set the vibe of that room, you know what I mean. And it like that was one of the problems we had with the last guy was like. He had a vision that was separate from ours, yeah. you know what I mean? And didn't want to listen to our what uh, what our vision sh- is and what it should be. Because we've done X amount of comedy shows. We know what the vibe should be. We know how it should look. We know what the lighting should be like. Like all that bullshit, yeah. you know? And he didn't want to hear that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's going to be exciting. I mean, even something as simple as like,
0: and we're getting into the technicalities of running rooms. But even if something as simple as like the music that's playing before the show starts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like nineties hip hop makes a comedy show so much better for some reason. That's right. Like because people it's old enough music to where the audience will remember it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's current enough music to where it's like a little bit exciting. Yeah. Right. And then one of the I used to get so mad at uh, I can't remember which club it was. It was some club I work, they wouldn't turn the music up loud. Like in between comics or before the show. They did that at the Rogue Wave show. Yeah. And it's weekend. like you need the energy in the room. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. should be energy in the room from the moment you walk in mm-hmm. till the moment you walk out. Yeah. yeah. You
2: know? And 90s hip hop is also a much more party feel in general. Yeah. yeah. You know? And anytime you go out to, like, depending on the design of the club, sometimes that musical cue that you're looking for is different but it should feel like a party or should feel intimate yeah mm-hmm. so if your club's designed in more of like a lounge style getting matching music you know if it's like jazz playing jazz <clears throat> fine but if you're doing like most comedy clubs if you're doing like a mad caps or something like that having party music playing really cues people up to be like, oh, we're here for a good time. Mm-hmm. We're not just here to kind of sit and watch a dude talk. Yeah. Yeah. Get,
4: get music that does some of the work to get the audience and the energy you want them so the host doesn't have to do all of the heavy lifting. Yeah, music. that's right? that's the value yeah. of a good
0: DJ versus a bad DJ. Yeah. A good DJ's job is not to just play music. It's to yeah. read the room and sort of facilitate the energy in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, so, I mean, it, it'll be... I'm excited for it. I mean, and then mm-hmm. that'll be a big thing. Whenever I do... I got to figure out, at some point I'll figure out where Funny Style Fridays is going to actually happen (laughs) as a show, Um, but that's, I want to bring a Def Jam style show to Brevard. I want to bring a show with an actual DJ on stage Mm -hmm. where it's a party before the show starts, and then we bring up rapid fire comics, and then a party after the show's over. You got an area that you have in mind,
4: like a general...
0: I want to do it in downtown Melbourne. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, I'd have to figure that out, but... Cause I just think that that type of energy. I don't. I haven't. I haven't honestly done a show like that, ever. I mean, you go back and watch those old Def Jam tapes, mm-hmm. and it's like this is a hot room. Yep. Like they made it a point. Like it was, was it? Was it? No, was it. DJ. Camera was it? DJ Clue that. Did Def Jam? I'm trying to remember which one it was. I,
1: you know, I literally just watched like 25 episodes of it. And I couldn't yeah. tell you. Yeah, same. I didn't really see yeah. it that much. But whichever they, DJ, all, they I all look alike. Yeah, just kidding. But the opinions of
2: Brian, <laughs> 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 the <laughs> only DJ he
4: knows is Jazzy Jeff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, well, uh, he was on every episode of Fresh <laughs> Prince. <man. laughs> it's actually Pauly D is the only DJ Yo, in oh, the that's, that's right. <laughs> uh No,
0: because I mean, that show, they did so much work to make sure that that room was glowing red hot mm-hmm. and then Martin Lawrence came out. Yeah. It was just like I've never been a part of a show with that type of energy. Yeah. And I'm like, I think Brevard... Has a potential to, to have create the it. potential to have something like that. Especially because, again, what people don't recognize is how much, going back to the 90s hip-hop thing, mm-hmm. middle-aged white people love that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't listen to the new hip-hop. They find it disturbing. Mm-hmm. But that old stuff, ev- it's universally loved. Yeah. So bring that type of music. Bring the energy. Let the music be played loud. It Before the show starts, it should feel like you're just in a club. Mm-hmm and then the show starts
1: so I mean I'll figure out a room to do that in yeah but I mean eventually I would like to do shows on Fridays and shit there too you know what I mean it's just like for now it's more I think we just need to dip our toes in timidly you know what I mean and see see what we can do and I mean I feel like it would work in that room yeah you know what I mean like eventually like I, I, I I could see that being a thing, too, man. And it wouldn't be
0: bad. you just have to pay a DJ to come and set up in the corner Mm -hmm. and give them a... The only thing that pisses me off about DJs, they did this at my wedding. They go, make us a list, and these are the songs that you want to be played. And I made a very specific list and gave it to them. Mm -hmm. They played whatever the fuck they wanted to play the whole night. I was like, none of this shit was on my list. Same. It was...
1: (sighs) So Which one of your weddings did that
0: happen? Yeah, <laughs> only one, <laughs> motherfucker! Once! One time!
4: I was smart enough not to marry the first baby mama. You know what? To be fair
1: though, he probably didn't read- all, He couldn't understand all the Mexican words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the oh God, are, dude. <laughs> just mariachi <laughs> a bands. That's right. I was this... a level up from Mexican, it was Puerto Rican. Well.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's <laughs> <laughs> so This is just what happens when this you this get too white people. This become a racist white line. Line. <laughs> <laughs> <So much laughs> racism? This is the Fox News side of the family. Well, up the floodgates last week.
1: Build that wall!
0: Brian's like, they're sending criminals and rapists.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brian was just sitting at home listening to the episode. He was like, oh, I could have been there. Like, uh, <laughs> Brian's the
4: only one that's like, I had the best wedding. That's right. like the best Sponsored EJ. by Goya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're talking about rooms with good vibes. What you guys think of the, the Rogue Wave on Friday? I'd, so, right. yeah, I thought, lo-
2: yeah, I, I really like, like visually... Uh, with the lights and everything like that because he had like those Christmas lights on the back Mm -hmm. so like I um, had him
4: dim those way down right? but not all the way off
2: exactly and for like a backdrop for like a photo especially if you have like a crowded room that's going to look like gold Mm -hmm. you know Mm
3: -hmm.
1: what I mean I don't know how many times I have to go into rooms and tell people like y'all should have some kind of aesthetic behind you Mm -hmm. like something behind you that tells you where you're at Yeah, but also like something that makes the comics want to post about your room (laughs) yeah i mean like it's important like i mean we were Mm -hmm. talking about it on sunday or yeah sunday uh like create an environment where the people the audience wants to be there but also the comics want to film shit and post about it and 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 create a a whole scene around
2: that room you know what i mean right so to chris's point that's part of the Beauty of doing like night hip hop. Yeah, is because when you do set up a room like that again with that party atmosphere. Yeah. people want to show off, being like, "Holy shit, we're doing!" That's what Don't Tell does so well. Mm-hmm. All speaking the speaking f- of which, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all, like all the photos that you see of like don't tell Mm -hmm. look like a party it looks like a kick-ass show yeah you know and when people post up about it you know there's never a moment where you're looking at a don't tell and you're like i can tell there were seven people in the audience and you just zoomed in to (laughs) make (laughs) it look full Yeah. yeah i
4: actually want to give credit to the guy that that runs that operates rogue wave and the dunes because like as soon as i got there he was, like, he he worked with me with everything. Like, one of the first things he did was, like, what do you think about the lighting? Like, what, where does it now? I'm like, the audience needs to be as dark as possible. Stage needs to be as light as possible. Not too much distracting lights in the background so we can dim those down, make sure the lights up top aren't flickering, all that stuff. He was, like, working with me with, like, the location of the monitor and speakers, sound, sound test, music, everything. Like, super cool to, you know, run a show with someone who owns a place who's, like, flexible and willing to work with
2: the 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 customizations that need to be made for comedy. The only thing that they were really missing is like a sign above the door, yeah, that you could see from the street that says "Rogue." Way. But I got them to
4: set up a digital kind of marquee or whatever. Yeah, for the, that, like that for the rotating that nice. thing that they have, like
2: the yeah. TV. Is that like, your vape thing one. that
0: smells like a strawberry? Yeah. Type so, of, okay, I'm we're gonna we're gonna, gonna get that locked my up Pop-Tarts and raised. My, it's my lip gloss. <laughs> 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 it literally smells like somebody toasting a pop tart in here. Yeah, yeah. No, okay it's, it's a strawberry mango. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what. Okay, we're yeah. gonna get that marquee
4: locked up and raised, and then. Um, next time i will have a flyer for the sandwich board out front maybe even by the corner so people know where to look yeah one lady oh sorry one lady said uh that the address was wrong on the flyer she's like i went down to some tattoo shop
3: and she was so pissed
4: (laughs) but like everybody else found the place and then i brought it up to the owner i was like do we have like is it supposed to be north instead of south he's like no it's south and he's like um you know, she she. I don't know where the hell she went, but there's no reason for you to tell anybody else because it's south. He showed me. Yeah, it's like operator error, man.
0: It's, <laughs> right. uh, so, and is there a way to lift up? Oh, I'm sure there is. A, I'm talking to a handyman, but the yeah. um, that that television. It's yeah. really cool that it's in the window like that. Yeah. But if it were at eye level, mm-hmm. I think that would make a big difference because it's yeah. kind of down on the floor. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Even like turn sideways. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's um there are monitor mounts for like computers and stuff. Yeah. that hold massive monitors and that it would be perfect for a TV.
2: Uh-huh. It, it is one it. of those things of like, it should be at a space where even just during the week when yeah. you're walking down the block, you should just see Robinson's face on yes. the screen being like, Hey, show this Friday or, you know, whoever. So,
4: so he did say that, uh, they're going to have that rotating through like the entire week before. But I want to be able to get out there early next time and set the sandwich board on that intersection where Area 142 and Coconuts are across from each other because there's so much foot traffic there that even if I just set it out during the day, each day before the show, and then came out and got it again, and then the day before the show show up early, leave it out there.
2: Yeah, people walking through, going to the beach, coming from the beach, going to QR code on the flyer
4: so they
0: can look up
4: the ticket link and just do it right there.
0: funny enough, what I think is so cool about Rogue Wave is that... And I think this is a, this is why I want to run a show in downtown Melbourne in particular. Mm-hmm. There aren't that many places in Bavard County with real foot traffic. Yeah. It's very rare in Bavard County. Mm-hmm. And Rogue Wave is right on one of the most active foot traffic parts of Bavard County right there in Cocoa Beach mm-hmm. on that strip where people are actually walking down. We I bumped into people I knew.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we were just well, standing by the truck outside by the truck. Like crazy. It's, it's a
0: different it's It's such a big opportunity (coughs) to have a place like that in an area with foot traffic. It matters so much. That's what makes Muggsy's
1: work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, not every week, but a lot of weeks it's just us standing outside being like, live comedy show, live comedy show. I'll take
4: those BOGO tickets, and I will do a loop maybe three or four times before the show starts, walk all of downtown Melbourne, go, hey, did you hear about the comedy show at Muggsy's? Here's a BOGO ticket, and then just keep Mm. walking. Yeah, right. and that that has brought people
0: into the because I mean, a few times. Ro- Rogue Wave is another place where barking would probably work. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're right down there. There's people walking down the street. You have comics out front <clears> handing <throat> out flyers or whatever.
2: That's one of the big benefits for the Tampa Improv because they're located on, uh, like, just off of 7th Avenue. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're walking to the main strip in Ebor, you're passing by the Improv. Mm. If you're walking away to go to your car, you're passing by the Improv. <laughs> if you're going, if, like, when the movie theater was still there, if you, you would literally go to the movies and then take the escalator down and you'd be going right past the Tampa Improv. Ooh. So, throughout the week, you know, all they have to do is slap, you know flyer up in their uh, little uh, window yeah and you're seeing the face of everyone who you could possibly want to see yeah you know yeah. if if you if you're <laughs> if Martin Lawrence is showing up and you're just walking by and again Martin Lawrence is at eye level and you just saw a shitty movie and you're going like oh our next date is going to be much better hey look Martin Lawrence is here you're much more likely to grab a ticket mm-hmm. than if like it's not visible
1: that's true yeah 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 well, <coughs> and Coco has a good amount of foot traffic most of the year. Yeah. Like, I mean, even the locals, like, they tend to walk around down there. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely around this time is when it starts getting, like, p- packed down there, you yeah. know? Because it's, like, you get the snowbirds and all that kind of shit. So, yeah.
0: and I bet you, well, not I bet you, I know for a fact there are, um, and we should, we should, the whole comedy scene should do a better job of this. There are all these tourism websites that you can have your events and stuff listed like a permanent listing on the website. If it's especially if it's like a this show happens the first of every you know, the first Friday of every month mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. you don't have to make put out a new flyer every single time. You can have that stuff put out there to where you're a part of I mean how when you get on um Destination Brevard. Exactly is yeah. a, it's a yeah. great one. Yeah. 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 And I mean if you can get in all into all of those little pages I think they could consistently be filled.
1: I started dropping, like, towards the end of the Laugh Attic, I started joining the little Merritt Island groups and shit like that yep. and dropping the flyers in those you know, yeah. for that exact reason. Cape
4: Canaveral, Cocoa yeah. Beach is where I put all the um, flyers for this and for 142.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, What was So, speaking of which, this might be interesting to the listeners. You were talking about doing the marketing for Rogue Wave, mm-hmm. and you were talking about, uh, you dropped like an extra 20 at the end of the cycle
4: yeah so that's um that's something that Eric actually told me to try doing is you you at least a week ahead you start your advertisement put you know twenty thirty dollars over that one week period and then the day or two before the show give it another boost with like another 20 bucks or whatever you can put into it and it shoots it all out all over the place for that last two days and it hits probably double what it reached in that one week. But that last little boost at the end, Eric said is what gets him to pack out shows. And he's, he's got results, you know, like every time, Mm -hmm. every time Eric's on a show that he's not even running, he throws an ad out and he packs that place out. Like you you can't (laughs) deny it. You know,
1: it's been, I mean, I've, I've probably done more shows with Eric than almost anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've been to like one show that he was at that didn't have an audience. Yeah. Nice. You know what I mean? It, that he ran ads for, you mm-hmm. know? And I mean, that's it's it's pretty impressive how good he is at getting butts and seats. Yeah. Like that's, I, I consistently told like people in the Orlando scene were asking like over, in, initially like, why is he getting moon room and that kind of stuff? And I was like, because Eric knows how to market. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a, that's a hundred percent what it is. Like he's, he's very good at marketing
2: a, a good third of this job is just marketing mm-hmm.
1: w- when you're running a room it's i think it's, it's a like lot more yeah, yeah i think job. it's a lot more important <laughs> i mean it's important to have a g- great lineup and that's that's like very crucial but getting people to take a chance to buy the tickets and, and come to you i think that's uh, like oh, more important <laughs> no
2: i'm just talking about being a comic in general oh, yeah, like yeah, if you yeah. if if i was getting like club bookings I would have no problem being like, okay, you guys are paying me five hundred for the week. Yeah. Great. Like, I'm gonna drop a hundred dollars on advertising. So that way when people come to the show and next week when I'm gone the club is half as full mm-hmm. because the comic after me didn't do anything himself. The club can look back and be like, We should get Shaheen in here more often. It's always packed when he's here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For me at this point like because I'm not I don't have a name I don't have a following like nothing like that so for me marketing is more about reaching other comics you know what I mean like so the people that are running shows or whatever they see me on flyers they see me on this you know and and like making sure that if they're taking a chance on booking me that they don't feel like it's too much of a chance because oh he's done this show he's done this show he's done this show I mean Mm. we were you were you last time we were all at the birch We were literally talking about this, and then a comic literally came out and was like, I see you on everything, (laughs) like immediately after. And that's exactly what I'm trying to get. Like that, to a T, I'm trying to get people to notice me that are already doing this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so... I, like I think it goes multiple ways, you know. Like eventually, once you build a following, then it's about selling tickets and all that kind of bullshit.
0: You should so. probably get someone to put you on like a podcast where you talk to like other comics from all over the place. That'd be nice. Yeah, I, Sean and Madden like, did, you know. <yeah>.
3: Maybe one where you don't look like a douche. Yeah. (laughs) That's impossible.
0: (laughs) All right. We're twenty four minutes in. We should have just a lot longer today. I know. I felt I felt like I've been here an hour.
2: (laughs) I love how Chris's emotional response is like it feels like he's dragging out a cow he knows he has to shoot. (laughs) uh, Here we go. it is like it is pretty much that's like that's a great
1: analogy for this so (laughs) you had to take
0: you know in the orlando comedy scene page and we'll get back to that (laughs) uh our good friend eugene singleton (laughs) called out uh our good friend duncan (laughs) j about stealing trying to steal rooms but but what was funny about it was his (laughs) His initial post was vague on purpose, mm-hmm. knowing that it would then attract questions. Mm-hmm. Then he could actually get his shit off once the questions started the to come. He waited for the whole
4: audience to come in <laughs> yes, before he, he started grabbing <laughs> jokes like a real comic. He goes, right.
0: he goes uh, what was it? What was It It was like, don't try and steal good running rooms, and then just left it at
3: that.
2: Yeah, yeah he set a snare. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what yeah. he did. Yeah. He set a trap. Oh, uh, dude. What was great, though, was th- th- like the main moderator was like, Go off. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, not it, only
1: that, he got to a point where he was like, "If you don't name names, I'm taking it. Yeah. That's yeah. what he That's what he wanted. Yeah. And, and he immediately <laughs> called out Duncan J and Larry Silver. <laughs> Larry Silver, yeah. Which, which I don't know Larry.
4: Same. That's way. I know.
1: I know the Groucho story yeah. M- mainly. What I know about Larry, I learned from Duncan. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weirdly enough. um <laughs> But he he told me uh, I I heard later on that Larry had approached Pineapples about running shows there, and so that's what he was referring to in the uh, the post when he said Larry Silver because that's not even like Eugene's room. He just he was just saying like this is what I've seen.
0: So funny enough, uh, Larry Silver Groucho's one of the one of the Groucho's rooms used to be a restaurant that my dad used to own years ago. Um, so I I met Larry Silver then. Before you were doing stand-up? Um, before I was doing stand-up, but I didn't, I, I mean, literally in passing. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like I knew him, knew him, just in passing. Right. Then once I started doing stand-up, my dad was like, oh, you should reach out to Larry Silver, blah, blah, blah. My issue with Larry Silver <laughs> was, number one, I mean, they make it difficult to get into those shows. Mm-hmm. And then the shows pay like $8. I'm, I'm being... Dramatic. Pay, it, oh. no, no, it doesn't actually pay dollars, <laughs> but I think I think I made like I think I made like seventy five bucks a feature or something like that. Two weeks after right? the show, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a weird. Th- Here is the conversation that we had, and it, it was just triggering for me. Uh, I got off stage, and it was like it's at this like Italian restaurant, in Indian Harbor Beach kind of thing, um, and I had an okay set, but it wasn't like it wasn't like what I'm used to, right? Then the guy that went up after me is like a cruise ship magic comedian. He was literally doing card tricks and stuff. And they were eating that shit up. Right? Yeah, it's a cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after the show, he was talking to me as though <clears throat> I'm the one with the problem. Like, this cruise ship stuff, this is how comedy's done. Like, you're doing this <laughs> other thing. And it's like, no, you have old hack rooms mm-hmm. that you fill with.
1: Old hat comics. Old hat comics. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the reason why is because you try to pay people a dollar to perform at your shows. Mm-hmm. And what made me mad was he said because um, I had to part of my act is when I talk about going to Africa, mm-hmm. right? And his advice was he was like these like old white people don't want to hear like some young black guy about how he's like traveling the world. He's like, you should put in that like your parents paid for the trip or something. So it's like a little more like, like palatable. Like he, his, his, his term was they don't want to hear how big your dick is. They want to hear about how small your dick is. Like that's what makes people laugh.
2: She had just used the phrase, these uppity new Negroes. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) that
1: was not Brian.
0: No, I mean, I got a pretty good track record here already. (laughs) Very well could have been me. But I mean, to be quite honest, that's kind of the point. It's like, you know, hearing some black kid that can afford to travel the world makes these old white people uncomfortable. And after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take this $75 and never reach out to this person ever again for the rest of my fucking life. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that.
4: It's like Uh, saying realism is the only type of painting that should be done, you know? Yeah. It's it's an art. Yeah, Comedy Comedy is an art form. It's so many different...
1: I also like how you're doing... Like stand-up comedy, Tra- yeah. Like not 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 just like tradi- just regular stand-up comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's treating you like an alt comic. Yeah, yeah like exactly. you're going out there exactly. with your dick <laughs> hanging out, yeah.
0: Helicopter. And then the funny part was, uh, we did a um, I did a guest, spot, I did a guest spot for him. And then I went back and did a feature show. Um, when I did the guest spot, um, it was at uh, what was it club one fifty two. It's the Greyhound track here. Yeah, and it just so, it was so beautiful. It just so happened that he had booked himself to headline that night. Mm. So I went and did a guest spot and they got to sit and watch his show. Mm. He's a, a comedy hypnotist. Oh shit. Right? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And he did the whole show and no one was hypnotized. <laughs> it was the greatest shit. <laughs> like at one point he was doing this thing where he's looking at somebody in the eyes and he's like, I'm gonna make you forget the number 14. And he plays all this music. And he's he's walking around with his like like his like bluetooth oh, piece God, thing so, so his hands are free crazy. and he's doing all this like uh, ooh, do, 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 do. you're gonna forget the number 14. <laughs> da, 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 you're gonna forget that when i snap my fingers and blah blah, blah, blah. and then he go, and then at the end he goes all right count from 12 to 15 and the person goes 12 13 14 15. He's like shit. <laughs> 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 and that wasn't part of the bit. That's funny. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> Did everyone laughed at that point. <laughs> yes, everyone laughed at yeah. that point, but it w- but again, it's it's a comedy hypnotist thing. So there's a there's large 15 minute segments where no one's laughing because it's a whole mm-hmm. show yeah. thing yeah. and then when you're supposed to get to the part where he makes people crawl around on the floor like a dog yeah. everybody's like why the fuck would I crawl around on the yeah. floor like a dog and comedy it just
4: looks <laughs> comedy <laughs> hypnotism sounds like that should be the exact format someone <laughs> just unsuccessfully
2: just yeah. doing <laughs> yeah. hypnotism yeah, so he <laughs> he used to do the Wednesday night show at the Tampa Improv like not all the time but like he was a regular there mm-hmm. so like you'd watch a room with like 40 people kind of sullenly on a wednesday where like half the audience would be called up to be like can i hypnotize you no get the fuck off my stage
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's hilarious
4: (laughs) that was what he meant to do but it's not
1: I actually, I had a teacher in high school who was like a licensed hypnotist. You know what I mean? Like, that, Oh, that's that was, a pervy teacher that, right that there. That was what he did oh, on the side. And, and <laughs> you know what was crazy is the first day of class, he would go through, and he had these little tics that he could do, like little things. just groom girls. Yeah, just it. groom. <laughs> yeah. He would do these little things. I remember one of them was like, you had to act like you were holding books in both hands, but one was upside down and one wasn't. And if your hands separated too far, then you were able to be hypnotized. So he would do these little things to like see if you were a person who could be H- hypnotizable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know the <laughs> adjective. That, that sounds, sounds good. But but, uh, but he would do that. And there was, I mean, always like three or four people. That he he could hypnotize in our class, like I mean. But what is the? Tr- do you got to be like retarded?
0: Like what's the, like what's the, what do you mean? So uh, you have to be
2: uh, tra- able to be gaslit easily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so tra- uh, Tracy Canin, uh, a comic, uh, does like hypnotism as like her job, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is like, art, like you have to be willing to be hypnotized, mm-hmm. and you do have to be kind of impressionable to be like, oh, am I sub like do people tell me things that i just kind of generally believe it yeah you're probably a candidate for hypnotist yeah. <laughs> have you ever looked at an onion article and been like yeah like
3: have you seen this it
4: sounds like chiropractic they're like oh yeah my back feels great i'm longer, it's so much better see that's right, my yeah. mom <laughs> she i go every it. twice a week and he does the same thing, and I get no improvement, but I don't hurt anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: OK. All right, let me see. I'm, I'm, I'm looking oh,
1: for you're it now. Oh, pu- you're pulling I'm, it up. We're, uh, going, oh, to- we're, we're going back to we're going to right, to pull it, pull We got to duck Yeah, we strayed away from <laughs> so the, the topic. <laughs> I, everybody, everybody pick a different person, and we all be characters.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> don't, don't make me who I you're know dunking, you're going to make <laughs> you. <deadly> ducking, dude. <laughs> There's 117 <laughs> comments. I don't think we can do all of the characters.
1: Which one of y'all is going to be Eugene? You, Brian. <laughs> gonna, yeah. no, gotta be, you got to be say somebody the who can say the <laughs> <animal>. end <Yeah>, word. It's <laughs> got <be Brian.
0: laughs> <laughs> to be Brian. Oh, man. Let me see. All right. Oh, uh, man. What is it called? The all-new Orlando comedy <gasps> scene? Yes. yes I, I got it pulled up on my phone. Well, I'm t- well I have a, a big-ass computer screen in front of me, though, so I'm trying to... But for some reason, this computer is being slow as shit for some reason. All right, so that would be actually that would actually kind of make a great podcast if we did a table read of the <laughs> argument, like <laughs> everybody get assigned a uh, to that character, way, and then
4: that way the audience knows who's
0: talking. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> this is hilarious. Let's see. Oh, now I got it. Brian Milligan's whispering. Uh, that. That's not gonna do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was man. like,
1: <laughs> <it's> just,
0: <laughs> Oh my god! No, this is so weird. Why aren't you pulling this up? so again i i will start by saying i'm not mad at eugene because eugene had every right to be as angry as One of the things that i don't think when it comes to this stealing rooms thing at first i thought it was like such a silly thing to even be worried about yeah mm-hmm. but the reality is once you put on, especially if it's a good room that's what i was right? gonna say
1: go ahead sorry finish your thought. Well,
0: once it's a good room this room might be paying this person Mm -hmm. hundreds of dollars Mm -hmm. per show. Right. And if the show's happening on a reoccurring basis, this is thousands of dollars a year. Yeah. So if somebody, I mean, I think about like some of the, the, well, like so cloud power, the room that I ran, right. Mm -hmm. If somebody were like reaching out to them, trying to take it from me from a comics perspective, I'd be like, I don't really give a shit. But then, if you think, oh, if somebody snatched three thousand dollars from me, yeah, you I'm beating to, the shit out of it, you. Yeah. Like it's
2: not a stealing a show is legitimately reaching into your pocket and taking money out. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: like, I I didn't engage in this post. I initially did and then pulled back from it. Yeah, you did. And then, um, and then the only thing I almost engaged with was Scott Orbany. I think that's how you say his name. That was the comment I was going to even talk he about. said, he you know, said the so yeah, so yeah, the world of open micers. And my thought was, like, it would be one thing if this was not open mic. Yeah, but, yeah. but, like, but the couple of shows that Eugene is accusing Duncan of trying to take are... Really
0: well-paying shows.
1: Well-paying shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah. like very, I don't want to get the venues involved and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Absolutely. So let's, yeah. like, let's coyly talk, like, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you... Like, the the one main one is a very good-paying show. The, the, like, yeah. it's,
2: it's fucked up.
1: Like, that's yeah. a headlining show. Y'all just
2: did it yeah. <laughs> last and weekend. It. Like, and, and there's a significant difference of these are open micers talking amongst each other about stealing shows. Yeah. And these are professionals talking well, also sucks each other about each that about stealing shows. It yeah. sucks
4: that headliners have that perspective of open micers when like a lot of us are trying but, to not But this
2: is the
0: this is the issue yeah. with stuff like this being posted, right? Yes. Cuz what I took uh, Scott's post to be is this is not that who cares because this is an open mic because it's not an open mic you're right yeah mm-hmm. but i think his energy and how i took it and why i love the comment i didn't touch i didn't like any of this Me i neither. didn't comment mm-hmm. on any of this nope. I, did I didn't touch I didn't it, it. Right. <laughs> right but the one thing that i almost hit the like button on was scott's comment because as a working comic mm-hmm. we see this and we go this is all open micer trash. Like this, like <laughs> right. this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the working comics don't get into this type of shit. Cat mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Williams is, is not arguing with Dave Chappelle. Right. Well, you picked the worst
0: one because Cat <laughs> Williams does be well, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you you literally fair. picked yeah. the worst yeah, one. Yeah,
2: that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <laughs> go back to <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Cat yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> yeah. Williams went on an entire fuck Steve Harvey campaign <laughs> yeah. at one
1: point. He hated Chris, um, Kevin Hart. He hated everybody. Yeah.
0: But w- so let me ha- let me well, ask you. To questions. be fair,
1: Kevin Hart kind of stole his thing, being the little guy in the yeah. room. <laughs> you know? Yeah, sorry for existing as a little guy. Like, <laughs>
0: Fuck
4: man. Oh, of course you're a little guy. Apologist. I'm sympathizing. I'm sympathizing. I'm
2: sitting there going like, when's it gonna be my turn? Yeah.
1: <laughs> when do I get to do the bit about falling out of my truck when I'm hit? Well, my girl? if you ever get famous, Cat Williams can come after you too. Good. Good. Let's go, bro.
2: He's gonna be like 70
0: by that point. That's true. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. so I might actually have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> the wild part about this is like <laughs> yeah you're how how he was again this was all a setup but how it got brought up was if you don't post names we're gonna take down this thing. <laughs> right. And UG just put up Duncan J X three times three times three. That's right. <laughs> and I, I think I know I know two of the rooms. I know three of the rooms. You know he three says of
1: two of them in the Oh really? Yeah the one, does, the one he doesn't say Hold on. Yeah, he
4: said Duncan J times three. Larry Silver. Right. That yeah. was the that was the
0: first time he Keep, named names. Scroll down. Uh, and Duncan's immediate response bitch, is I never. three. Bitch, I never.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He says copper something copper closet maybe oh or copper copper chimney copper probably. chimney yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. copper what chimney that? That, yeah it must be a show that used to be going on yep okay so <laughs> there's that one and then there's the one that we were just talking about and yeah. then there's the one Th- that we're talking about yeah <laughs> the laugh addict i'll say because yeah. i'm the one involved in yeah, that yeah well yeah. yeah so yeah <laughs> that's what when he posted photos of it that was him talking to george yeah about the laugh attic. No, so
0: well I guess I can speak on the laugh attic more cuz now I'm involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this was this took place before I was involved in running the laugh attic. But if I was involved at the time, it would have been a big ass conversation. That's what I mean. Because what makes you cuz I so I don't even know how I, to get into this. But <laughs> <laughs> because I, I had a conver- we me and Duncan had a conversation mm-hmm. about this kind of thing and his point was I wasn't trying to steal the room. I was just trying to help. And my point is this. If you want to help, help the person who's running the room. Mm. Exactly. Don't go to the venue yeah. and say, I wanna help. Cause that's not true. Cause the the way that I and I think this is an informative thing for other comics to hear, is this is how I look at it. I sell health insurance, right? If I for whatever reason had a friend who's also in health insurance, And that friend went to one of my clients and was like, hey, you know, I sell health insurance, too. Mm -hmm. I could help you with your health insurance. Under no circumstance would anyone in my industry take that as, oh, he just wants to help, you know, Mm -hmm. service your client's needs and you keep the money. Yeah, That's not what the fuck is happening. So I, I... tried to explain that and was promptly cursed out. <laughs> if, so I just if, let it go. <laughs> if you got a girl, right, and some dude comes to up to your it. girl
4: and goes, listen, I realize that your needs aren't being met, <laughs> I can help.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's
2: not, not getting you to orgasm? Don't worry, I got you. Uh, I can show uh, you. <laughs> but,
1: but we'll do it in his name. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it in you his yell his name yes. while I'm making
4: you <laughs> orgasm. I don't, don't yeah, want to take you as my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to fuck you a couple of times.
2: Yeah. Here's the thing. Even... Let and somebody who's removed by and large <laughs> from the situation even if the club had approached him and said hey we need help with this mm-hmm. the response still should have been oh cool let me talk with Eugene first or let me talk with let's talk amongst ourselves in private. Mm-hmm. And then we can formulate a response together to what the club desires. Hey, man, Chris is running a room, and the club approaches me. Hey, thanks for your interest. Let me go talk to Chris real quick. Hey, Chris, they approach me. They say, you know, the room's not going great. Do you think I should step up and talk with them? Do you think, you know... And when Chris goes, fuck
0: you, no. but But the crazy disrespectful part was it's these weren't rooms that weren't going great right these were packed sold out shows so it's not a room that needs help right so the help part is just
2: disingenuous it's bullshit i'm yeah. sorry
0: right and i think i in particular have a strong leg to stand on in my point because before anybody knew that i was helping eugene with twisted birch that matt uh, brian was there the owner of twisted birch walked up to me and started talking to me and i all I all I did was say Eugene is doing an amazing job. That's exactly what he mm-hmm. said.
1: And Just, we the three of us all laughed about it as yeah, soon as, as they as walked away. As soon as walked away.
0: Because yep. there's no way under any circumstance that my friend would call and ask me to help him with something, and then the owner shows up and then I take credit. Like then you're not helping. Yeah. You're again trying to right. take from the other person. Yep. Helping is actually helping the person who's Whose, whose client it is. Yeah. To me, when you're running a room, the venue is your client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are here to provide a service to the venue. Mm-hmm. If I want to use a, a, a subcontractor to come in and help me do that, that's between me and my subcontractor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The subcontractor does not go to the
2: client. Exactly.
4: Yep. So, hypothetically, let's say that you're on a show and the show doesn't go well and then (laughs) you do well during the show, and then the guy who owns the place goes, hey, I have uh, open spots over the weekend that I wanna fill,
0: you did really well, can you put a show together for me? It depends. (laughs) Here's why. Number one, the owner came to you Mm
3: -hmm.
0: directly. Very different, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) However, However, you have to be comfortable with taking the room mm-hmm. you know it, well, it's it you ha- that has to be a calculation because i've had you yeah. b-
1: but also the person who was who like hypothetically the person whose show <laughs> it was didn't even come to the fucking show didn't, didn't show up yeah you know what at i mean all. and wasn't
4: so, there to talk to about it in the first place
1: and so in that situation i kind of understand them going well i'd rather work with somebody i know is going to be here
2: right but that that's the reason why i'm saying if a owner if the venue comes to you and goes our current contract is not meeting our needs mm-hmm. we'd like to make a contract with you instead uh-huh. if then it was do? it's if it's one thing of like hey i've seen the contract it's valuable to this person let's have a conversation between professionals that's one thing yeah if they're being unprofessional you can go well, you voided the contract in the first place. Like that's not my problem.
0: So open season then or Yes. Okay. If I, if you are comfortable with burning that bridge. Because here's what that, <laughs> that's like very, very comfortable <laughs> But here's here I'll give you an example. Here's something that happened to me. And and, and mm-hmm. this this will this will point to the the other piece of this conversation that I did not like. Right? Okay. The one thing, again, like I said, I cannot be mad at Eugene because Eugene did not tell one lie in the whole He showed up argument. with receipts. Yeah, he showed up with the receipts. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> However, I think you have. it's important that you pick your battles. Yeah. Right? And, where, and battlegrounds. And battleground. Right. So the first thing Definitely. was I did not like that it was posted in the Orlando comedy scene page. Yep. Because it has nothing to do with because Orlando comedy. Because it has comedy. nothing to do with Orlando comedy. Yeah. The only reason why I was posting the Orlando comedy scene page was because that's the place where it could be seen in front of the biggest audience. Yep. Mm. It was. It was. A. It was. A. Clout chasing is the wrong thing, but it's it's a I want to make as big of a deal deal out of this as humanly possible it's because
2: a calculated response.
0: Exactly. Because the reality is no one involved in this conversation is going over to Orlando to run rooms. Yeah. So this was never going to affect Orlando. No. I got
1: offered a room in Orlando and what? turned it down. Yeah. <laughs> I turned it down because that would be such like a pain in week, the ass. Three weeks to, have to Yeah. Yeah i was like no i don't want i don't want to commute. yeah no No
3: it was an open mic
1: too so
0: i'm like no oh even worse yeah Yeah. (laughs) so that i didn't like but i'll give you an example in terms of just choosing battles so i used to book a show in Cocoa beach at this um really cool seafood restaurant Mm -hmm. right um it's a very urban show right what's that mean (laughs) it means brian milligan would never show up
1: what i've been trying to do urban rooms for months now they won't have me
4: (laughs) you guys still haven't answered my question
1: (laughs) all right go ahead sorry sorry i however am not
0: an urban that is actually my weakest sort of point right okay so what i was trying to do was i was trying to book comics that I i made myself the house host because I just personally I believe in if you book the room you should make yourself the house host so that you develop a relationship with the audience and it becomes very clear to everyone involved this is the person who's presenting the show to us mm. I know different people do it differently but that's how I do it right if I'm if I book a show I'm the host unless I'm out of town mm. right
3: mm-hmm.
0: so I'm the house host even though urban rooms aren't my greatest thing so I had had a few rough sets with them for sure the worst set. The worst that I've ever had in my entire comedy career, I had running one of those shows, right? Where I um, I had put myself to close, and I had Nick Souffrant in front of me. And he is a killer from Miami. Urban Rooms is his specialty. He's up there with a gold chain and gold teeth. He's very comfortable nice. <laughs> in those environments, right? Mm-hmm. So I bombed horribly after trying to follow him, mm-hmm. right? All that's cool, right? Then I book another comic. This is actually an Orlando comic to come and do the room. He does the room, kills the room, and then I don't hear anything from the people for a couple months, and then all of a sudden I see a flyer for their show with him running it. I don't mind losing the room because, look, if you find someone that you think is a better fit, I totally understand that they would see him totally. as a better fit to run the room, right? But they should have reached out. W- t- yeah, two things. Mm-hmm. number one, the owner of the venue should have reached out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Number two, the comic should have reached should have reached out. Yeah I'm the one that brought you into that room in the first place yeah. and booked you and paid you well and paid you up front before the f- show starts because the way I run shows, if it's a paid show, you walk in the door, I hand you money before you ever go on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm very particular about making sure that comics get paid, mm-hmm. right? And we can talk about why, because I started off in a space where you don't necessarily get paid. So, <laughs> um, Who are we talking about here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and,
0: the, <laughs> and the third thing that pissed me off, it, in particular to the people running the venue, was how could I be so bad if I booked the guy you guys like so much, clearly I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. right? At least on a though, booking yeah, level. Yeah, even though <laughs> I'm not an urban comic, I'm booking comics that you guys really like. Mm-hmm. So there was no conversation ever had f- with me. It was just like, oh, we really, really like this guy, so now from now on we're just going with him and we're not even gonna contact Chris, which was just something that just bugs me. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Number one, I've never, ever, 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 ever brought up the name of the comic. I still eat at the establishment. Name names and we're don't. deleting the <laughs> <Yeah, yeah>, yeah. <laughs> the whole podcast <laughs> right now. I put it behind a fifty dollar paywall. And and to be quite honest, I'm not even mad at this comic. I like the guy. It's one of those things that but what it does mean is now it's just in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you're the person that will do this. Do you think you just potential? didn't know better? Huh? You no. think you just didn't know better? This is a veteran comic. Yeah. Veter- okay, I think so I, I know, know who it is. Veteran, veteran, veteran comic.
1: Have I ever worked with this person?
0: i don't know we're playing 20 questions okay if you don't know then it's not who i think it is okay (laughs) (laughs) um so i mean for me it's again it's just what do you get out of this so even even though like i said i can't be mad at eugene what he said (laughs) was facts what what did all of this drama benefit anyone
1: it didn't benefit anybody it right. didn't benefit Eugene, or it definitely didn't benefit Duncan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right, <laughs> And it, it
0: didn't benefit the scene. Brevard comedy scene. Yeah, Because, yeah. I mean, even one thing, I'm pulling up these comments here, and I'm looking at fucking Captain Wright. I hate it when two of the five East Coast comics are fighting. Oh, like, you, know, it, you allow bro. people to say little slick shit uh. like that when you put this type of stuff already making us look Mm -hmm. bad exactly same with the
4: open micers comment it's just it's not good for our scene at all
0: yeah so i mean it just it's just and and it's something where let's be honest our scene has has fragmented in such a way where because there was a time when if you don't get along with duncan there's nothing else for you to do yeah we're at a space now where Duncan runs his rooms and there's a bunch of other rooms. Yeah. So if you don't get along with Duncan, just don't do his rooms. And then you'll never even bump into him.
1: Mm-hmm. Even even now, there's like there's there's like five showrunners in Brevard County mm-hmm. yeah. alone. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. I'm counting me, you and Eugene as one as well. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And and then yeah. also Eric and I yeah. as one, you know? So yeah. there's It's not...
2: That's pretty wild.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So it's not insane to cut those ties and still continue as a comic on the East Coast. I mean,
2: it was was fun reading through the comments. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I had a good time with it. But but this was really just giving Orlando a chance to clown on everybody on the scene. Yeah.
4: Which is crazy because so many of them come over... Because we have a good scene. yeah yeah you
2: know, yeah exactly they're like oh well I can't get stage time out there so now I'm gonna travel an hour and a half to Brevard.
1: Yeah. There is a consistent number of people that hit me up and go, "What y'all got going in Brevard? Yeah. is special. You know what I mean? Like, like for real. Like, I mean, like I'm I'm trying to set up bigger shows."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. What Chris was saying earlier, like that kind of stuff. And that was all through somebody reaching out and being like, hey, like you guys deserve one of these types of shows. Mm -hmm. Like this this scene can can definitely handle it yeah like you should you know let me get you in contact with somebody yeah uh, you know and that wasn't me going uh, let me you know let me tr- like i wasn't ears of the ground trying to get this going mm-hmm. it was just somebody reaching out and being like hey you should definitely be doing this right yeah you know and i they mean i don't mean me i just mean like us as a scene should, in should general de- yeah. should definitely be doing this.
2: i will also say this coming from tampa having spent time in both tampa orlando and Brevard. There's a big thing of Orlando being like all this drama is like you had to create a whole new Facebook group yeah. just to have yeah. the, like, yeah. the drama you guys used to have. Yeah. Don't uh, pretend that uh, like it's just us. Yeah. The <laughs> more
4: the more hands in the cookie jar, the more problems is going to be, or whatever. Yeah. I don't. I probably use the wrong metaphor. No, they
1: had I mean, Adam Murray came on here and talked yeah. for twenty minutes oh, yeah. about the shit that was going on Cri- in yeah. criminal
0: behavior. Yeah, going on in the Orlando comedy don't scene. Mean. That they yeah. were letting happen. Yep. Yeah. yep. That everybody knew about was just happening, and these people were just walking around doing whatever. Mm. So, sure, if somebody's trying to poach shows in Brevard <laughs> County, that's our biggest piece
3: <laughs> yeah, of drama. Yeah, that brought, that's our
1: drama. Yeah, <laughs> and, and by the way, Tampa ain't blind to that shit either. Oh, yeah.
2: Having been in all three, I go, the amount of drama that happened in Tampa... Mm-hmm. Not as big as what was going on in Orlando, but both of them are so leagues farther like we've never had the moment in Brevard yet where somebody's like uh I think this showrunner's a rapist yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and it's that's just, that's just that's shocking our to hear
3: out loud. Nobody that runs shows in
0: Bovard people. Yeah. That should be our tagline: <laughs> right? "Come to Bovard, where none of the comics are raped. <laughs> haven't raped yet, that we know of, yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 no, so, I mean it, it's it's it sucks. Because um, the other thing is that I, you know, again, we all have our issues amongst you know comics and all that. For sure. Um, but. The area where Duncan is right, like this scene, he started this comedy scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like he is the George Washington.
1: (laughs) I could come up with a better. (laughs) I like to think of it as a house and he, he, he laid the foundation. No, I don't think he laid the foundation. I think he leveled the ground and i think jimmy built the foundation no no i'm sorry I, I, of our current comedy scene, no, uh, yeah but no you're wrong okay. i'll tell you why you're wrong so did duncan
4: build the whole house and then COVID collapsed. took it down <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> and then jimmy started building it back up that's
0: actually a good point okay <laughs> built the whole house i COVID mean construction because, metaphors are my yeah, metaphor yeah. Tank, you know what i'm saying because <laughs> i mean so there used to be and, and there's stuff that's happened even before me mm-hmm. you know um so because we're about to get and, an open mic story, again. and not to turn, <laughs>
1: not
0: to not you know not to turn whatever, but like Jimmy built Moon Room. Jimmy
1: built Moon Room. He built yeah. Beachside Retro. Street he retro. also built the the number of the comics that are currently doing shit right now outside of you and Eugene and Rafiq.
4: A lot of us yeah. kind of have Jimmy to thank for starting in the first. <laughs> That's what place. I mean. I like, like our one I, year guys I, all yeah. started around the same time when Jimmy but, opened up. But exactly, all Beachside. you
0: all of you one year guys. Yeah, like, Duncan is involved. So uh, again, Akeem Woods that's up in New York right now working in the comedy cellar and all that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Duncan is his Jimmy. Yeah. Um who, Jacoby who we had in here, who's working with yeah. stuff with Cat Williams and all and these and other something. people, Duncan is his Jimmy. Yeah. You cannot disrespect <laughs> the fact that Duncan did come down here from New York mm-hmm. into a town that really didn't have much of anything going on. No, now to be don't. fair, to be fair, where <laughs> you you mm-hmm. have a point is Gregory's was still here. Mm-hmm. Coconuts actually was here as well, but in terms of a scene of local comics doing little open mics Hold and up. stuff, coconuts. Yeah, on was, the beach, there used to be a coconuts like yeah. near here. No yeah. shit. Yeah. So, and this this will go back to if you if if you guys want to hear about, <laughs> um, is it the same franchise? Matt's surprise. Yeah. yeah. Um, surprise. The episode where we talk with Frankie Paul. Uh-huh. He breaks down how the comedy boom was in the eighties. Yeah, there were comedy mm. clubs all over Florida back in the eighties. Comics get paid less now than they used. I used remember to get listening paid. to that podcast. Yeah,
4: yes, exactly. yeah, dude, dude, that's yeah. crazy.
0: So, the other thing about it is the, and maybe this is unfair to say, but I I do credit a portion of the pineapples audience to open mics mm. because pineapples is the thing that rose out of the ashes immediately following open mics going away, mm-hmm. and open mics created a hungry comedy audience in Brevard County. Mm-hmm. definitely. Now, in terms of there being open mics, sure. Mm-hmm. You can have open mics, but our scene here has an audience that is looking for comedy shows. There's still people that we run mm-hmm. into that, Know our scene through open mics. Yeah,
3: I've, yeah. You know, I've, I've met people yeah. constantly.
4: Yeah. Our audience members are like, "Oh, were you here during the open mics? I love that place." Yeah, yeah. so and it's it was, yeah,
3: it's
0: ingrained in the scene itself. It's yep. literally yeah. a part of the DNA All of right. our comedy foundation. Don't yeah. get so okay, You got to right. give them the foundation. Yeah, <laughs> you convince me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now
1: to your point though, Jimmy put up the walls. <laughs> there was a well. No.
0: To your point, though, the foundation guy was like drunk the whole time and was holding up the whole construction project. And then once the foundation was done, it moved a lot faster moving forward. Because I will say that the scene has moved faster in this new... Sort of era of our mm-hmm. comedy scene.
4: Yeah, let's also be clear. This house isn't ready for sale
0: yet. We still, got got we did, a lot we of work got we got framework yeah. up. We ain't walls, even got a roof yet. we got an attic. Yeah, hey,
2: two white boys under this high five. That's how good that joke was. That that's fucking awesome. Hell yeah, dude. They're like, I am all in on this construction metaphor. I'm so glad it paid off. So Shit. for
0: me, and that was that was the other part that it just it, the whole thing was just upsetting to me because I was like, man, I've had my issues with Duncan, but it's one of those things where, again, a lot of this infrastructure wouldn't be here, yeah, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't have been
1: able to start, you Dun- know. A- Duncan, I will also say, I noticed first before Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Like I saw Duncan running shows out of Mugsy's, yeah, b- on social media, yeah. Before I saw anything that Jimmy was doing, I, no.
2: this is a thing that, on a professional level, it sounds like Godfather shit. But on a professional level, this should have been a closed door meeting, exactly. Of comics going, what the fuck? Yep, arguing it out, and then if we're going to be real about how people interact, they should have been that behind closed doors and then, like, two comics hanging out at a show being like, fuck that motherfucker. Right. Like, don't... In, instead
1: don't, of airing our yeah. shit out. Yeah. Well, going forward, I think that's how we should handle things. Yeah, absolutely.
4: You know well, what I mean? While I, we're giving him props, too, he did give a lot of the new guys stage time where there wasn't any oh, for us. Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Dunk, Duncan, locally has given me more stage time than anybody except Jimmy mm-hmm. like in a local in our local scene yep. so i like I have no animosity towards duncan as a person mm-hmm. I, I if if what was accused of him is true, which i i I never heard it out of his mouth, but I did hear it secondhand through the business owner telling me you're telling me and Eugene, and I think you were there too that uh, that yeah, was he, he was he, he you know he, that they he approached them about helping, you know as as he calls it or whatever, but I you know I, to to his credit I appreciate I that everything you know. that he's done for me, but I am not happy with the situation. You know what I mean? Like very true. I like if it, but it would be the same if anybody went up to anybody else's room and we had this, you know, for help, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and like. I think the other thing too is duncan sort of has a stigma about him uh of like not being the most respectable person and like i don't mean in comedy i just mean in general because we i i, I like I, and again this is not shitting on duncan but we all have stories of things that we've heard or seen ourselves or, from of people some dubious that's what i'm talking about a dubious shit happening yeah. and so something like this happening doesn't seem out of character when you add up all of the other things that we've either seen ourselves or heard. Yeah, there's yeah. people so
4: far out of the scene where I just mentioned his name, and they're like, ooh. Yeah. And then it makes me kind of like,
1: uh-oh. Y- yeah, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you, oh, you get a rep... And I'm not I'm not shitting on Duncan. No, I'm, I'm just
0: saying... I've brought up his name... A, a, on a different time zone. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, the, and the comic went...
3: Uh, I was like, "What? What? What? What happened? What happened? What happened?" He's well known. Yeah, he's that's well true. Known. He's infamous. There are
2: there in I will say this in every comedy scene I've ever been to: Atlanta, New York, Florida. There is always one older comic, usually in their like 40s or 50s, that when their name gets mentioned, people go like. Mm. Not that motherfucker. <laughs> when you when you, did,
4: when you did comedy in Japan and you mentioned Duncan's name, like,
2: Dude, oh. when when I did when I did comedy in Japan, I did a room called Oh, good heavens. And it was like a going away show. Mm -hmm. And I was walking out of the room after doing my set, and there was a Japanese comic going, I can't wait for this motherfucker to leave. To you? (laughs) Yeah. What? And it's like and I was like, why? And it's like, oh, because this dude runs shows into the ground. And it's so my point is like it's universal. Oh. There is always a dude in the scene (laughs) who everyone universally goes like can't stand this, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I, I,
0: and again, it's just to me, it's sort of a doing stuff like that publicly mm-hmm. means that it increases the likelihood of not being able to go back. With the person mm-hmm. and squashing it, yeah, it increases the likelihood that you won't be able to squash it tenfold. But I think mm, Eugene was right.
1: doing that in a calculated way, in
0: a in a burn, yeah, <laughs> a crashing like, I'm burnt, burn. Like, I'm, burning the I'm burning the bridge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. a dumpster
4: fire that <laughs> caught a couple cars <laughs> and houses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, yeah. because
1: <laughs> to Duncan's credit, he did reach out to Eugene mm-hmm, multiple times. Did, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, he posted it in the group chat in the group, or yeah. in the Orlando scene chat. Like, yeah. I've reached out to you multiple times yeah. to try to address this. Ourselves and he refused to, and instead he took it to a public forum. Yeah, yeah they so, they
2: both had different receipts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And the thing is also
0: fair that uh, the reality is Duncan and Eugene are two people that have been here longer than like all yeah, of all of us. All of us yep. You know what I mean? So it's kind of one of those outside things of like, Frankie Paul. There's yeah, not yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like the old Godzilla movies we're like Is Godzilla's Godzilla's beef with this monster <laughs> goes back 3,000 years and, and, the, and the humans are just like I don't understand why yeah, <laughs> they keep right. blowing up the city They're fighting each like, other which one's Mothra <laughs> <around>. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's a good question yeah. <laughs> it's, it's giant, a giant, it's giant bug. Bug. <laughs>
4: it's it's lives bug. in the night keeps getting burned <laughs> keeps getting burned yeah so <laughs> always has
2: powdered substance <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> just drizzling off of it spores we we'll yeah. call
2: them <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just picturing Mothra doing a line. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah,
4: wing dingers! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: All right, well I think we address this as tactfully as humanly possible.
2: Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think by There's and no large, tactful way to do it. Neither one of them are in the wrong, per se. <laughs> No, the the point is that they're both a little bit in the wrong. I don't think
4: either one is totally in the right. (laughs) Right, that's that's probably a better way to frame it. Yeah, Yeah.
2: yeah. how it was handled was handled poorly on both halves. Yeah, yeah. And this is one of those moments, scene wise, of like, hey, are you new? Watch the shit and learn because Mm -hmm. don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's that's the main takeaway from this.
1: Well, and that's that's my hope is that. Us as a scene The guys, yeah, yeah, call one us. year guys mm-hmm. The we see we see <laughs> I, didn't, this I didn't call you guys that Matt said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that. said that No you uh, said After uh, I said
0: it But what's funny yeah. is but it, it, Brian When said you said it like, like, When like you said it It sounds less yeah. insulting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We are the
1: one year guys Do are not like to be lumped in with us You know what? Yeah big time He used to call he used to call us open micers
2: Now he calls us Now we're one year guys, one-year guys. Yeah. Brian's like I don't like it when minorities Talk yeah. shit <laughs> Y'all shut
1: the fuck up
4: he, Brian doesn't like to be Lumped in with the rest
0: of us One year guys
1: That's why Yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what
0: he's shouting. Brian
3: Big time Milligan <laughs> <laughs> Brian,
0: Brian's name is in my phone As Brian Big time Milligan He's like a pro wrestler yeah, I'm coming out of the Stone Cold Sea <laughs> He's awesome Shirtless tonight, with a cowboy <laughs> hat we are like, is that Chris Stapleton? <laughs> and the funny thing is he's like, you called us one year comics. How, how long have you been set up?
1: One year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like, literally his it one was, year anniversary was like a week
1: ago. It was the derogative <laughs> yeah. tone yeah. in your voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you prefer if I started calling you a five-year comic? A yeah. five-year comic? Yeah, because it's very impressive how far I am in five years. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel the same way I know me. Yeah, yeah. No, you it, are. It's you very are, impressive how far Yeah, it is. We are it in is. one year. It is. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know about Matt, just, but yeah, yeah <laughs> now you're in a very good no, place. I you're a big time. I'm in, in the right
1: direction. I, I am heading in the right direction. You are yeah. definitely
4: heading in the Must right direction. Must be fucking nice,
1: dude. <laughs> hey, I've been bringing you along every fucking time. Yeah, yeah. List, so I don't want to hear that, Matt. Rafika's <laughs> yeah. over there
0: just nervous that <laughs> we're going to call him a 12-year contract.
2: <laughs> 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 Look, That's I know. Feel I mean, bad. Yeah, I know. Hey, I, know with I, a couple I, one years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I got some pride left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could take all
1: of our years and put them together, yeah. Yeah. he's got <laughs> <Let's a
2: speed>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We really should be on his yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> is
4: that also kind of an insult too? <laughs> oh, I oh,
3: mean, damn, <laughs> Let's <laughs> just <be on> <laughs> <We> should <laughs> own a van, and <laughs> we should <laughs> all be doing shows in his yeah. van. <laughs>
1: it's the funniest podcast. <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. All
0: right. Uh, What's, uh, let's it's see. It's called So
3: How About This, motherfucker. Was that what it was? I'm sorry. We should <laughs> <do that. laughs> I'm we just this. trying to make a derivative of this one. <laughs>
0: all right. Does anybody have any, uh, up and coming stuff? Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And we haven't quite decided when the first Laugh Attic show is going to be. We're still working on
1: that. We're looking at October 7th.
0: Yeah. Which is,
1: holy shit, it's like two around weeks the like two weeks away. It's the only weekend we all have available. Yeah. Like, so... Unless we're gonna push everything to November,
0: no, let's not do that. Then yeah, we yeah.
1: have to, we have to do that. Yeah, because even
2: wait, yeah. did you say October t- or seventh? Seventh. Seventh. Okay.
0: seventh. Yeah, we
4: should name the episode after the highlight of the episode. We got an attic. <laughs> High five emoji. <laughs> uh,
1: oh yeah, here we go. Sorry, I'm fucking it up. All yep. right, yep. um, let's see. Um, Matt and I are at Madcaps on September 29th and 30th this Friday and Saturday and then is that
2: new smyrna or is that new yeah
1: smyrna. New smyrna uh i'm hosting moon room next week uh on tuesday Sareth fest on october 5th uh guest spot with rob smiles at uh the joke joint on october 6th and then the laugh Attic october 7th and then we're uh chris and i are doing and chris i me and rafiq are doing the sky high hotel on the 8th oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Right, In Daytona. Uh,
0: on my calendar for the 7th. My because. October is smashed. Yeah, like, it's yeah. so... I We literally,
1: yeah, with dude. the Laugh Attic, we, we just do. filled... That was the last weekend ahead. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh,
4: yeah. Maglid? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so tonight, I am hosting Moon Room. Oh.
3: Cool.
4: Hell yeah, dude. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, September 27th, I'm going to be hosting the Mad Caps open mic. Uh, the 28th Milk District is canceled... Anyone's listening and was planning on going that Thursday is canceled. Um, right, did, you the, did you shake your head like they told me it was canceled to get me off the show? It's <laughs> fucked up, bro. <laughs> it's not canceled. We just told them that so that we could I'm make on room I <laughs> right, like yeah. They told me not. Just tell me it. <laughs> I'm just,
2: kidding, I'm just Son kidding.
4: kidding. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a September 29th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I, I bring you everywhere except for, you know, when, it, when they told me to keep quiet about it. Uh, the 29th and 30th, like Brian said, we're both going to be out at New Smyrna Madcaps. Uh, October 4th is our next episode of Asking for a Friend. It's going to have Selena Ubias and Julian McNeil. Uh, October 6th, I'm hosting... 6th and 7th, I'm hosting Madcap's showcase, and I will also be on the Sareth Fest on the 6th. You guys guys got
0: to tell me about Sareth Fest. What? I said you guys got to tell me about Sareth Fest. I'm very curious.
1: (laughs) Me too. It's at the nog. I've, yeah, I've never,
0: I've never done it before. Um, I had uh, no jo- idea. Jo-
1: Joe Coy like did some advertising for it for yeah, really? Sareth at one point. Really? Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, I he has videos of him interviewing Joe Coy, and Joe Coy's like, "Y'all go to Sareth Fest," blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And he also runs it in Daytona. I mean, it, uh, he runs it in
2: Daytona Colorado, and right? Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy.
4: So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah.
2: Uh, for me, I have.
0: We're going to get Rafiq booked yeah. on more shit, man. A <laughs> 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 the, uh, the 12-year uh, comic over here. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> Rafiq is good at, about getting himself booked
1: on things that I've I never didn't even know heard of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then <laughs> I'll, see Rafiq, I'll see Rafiq posting about it. I'll be like, what the fuck is
2: this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 12 years uh, of networking kicked yeah, in, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to be at Gregory's on the 29th awesome. uh, with Steve Netta. Uh, Are you featuring? No. Uh, Hosting? I, no, he he just asked me to swing on through oh, nice. so probably cool. just gonna be doing like a guest set or however much time. Okay. it might be. I'm not saying anything about the host because I don't know the host, but mm-hmm. it might just be one of those things of like Steve and I have worked together for a long time, so <laughs> it might just be like, oh hey man, you're here. Can you host? What's, yeah. the, date? What's the date on that? <laughs> uh, that's the 29th. Oh, okay. Uh, right. So it's gonna be this upcoming weekend. You actually so have you ever featured for Gregory's? Uh, not yet. Do you no. have the contact info? So I know it's through bonkers. I haven't It's uh, not through bonkers. it's f-
0: through funny business. I'll get oh I'll get it? the email I'll okay. get the direct email to you. Okay. So you can yeah.
2: Okay, cool. So, yeah, I mean, you I'd should definitely that. be doing for sure. Um
0: <laughs> I feel bad that I haven't given it to him at this point. <laughs> <moment. So this, laughs> well, like I've AM. known him for a long time Yeah.
2: Uh so I'm doing the 29th, 30th. I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in North Dakota doing like a one-nighter. In the to, Matt's, to, <laughs> Matt's, to Brian's point. We all look alike. Uh, the 8th, yeah, so. uh, I'm going to be doing Sky High with you guys, which we've already said. Uh, the 14th of that week, I'm going to be back out of town. Uh, and then the 21st of October, I'm going to be doing Cloud Parlor. And then I think the... Th- 30th I'm going to be heading up to Atlanta so. Awesome.
1: Hey Matt have Sweet. you been asked to do Cloud Parlor yet? <laughs> 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 I have. <laughs> okay. I was oh, yeah. just
0: curious. But yeah. to, uh, By the way this rooftop show that um what's it called again? Uh, sky high, sky yeah. high, right? What the fuck is this? I don't even hear about that. It. It. No. W- yeah, That's wild. I'm having cool. <laughs> No, rub right in my face, bitch. you guys are all assholes. Because, <laughs> 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 because I'm, tra- I'm, I really am making an effort now to, as I'm getting booked to headline stuff, to bring the three of you. Hell yeah! And I'm because I, I, I really do want to put together like that this crew. is this is the crew that I travel with to do stuff. Yeah. So. So far, I've booked everyone That's here. Like, I'm happy to on be on multiple included. shows. <laughs> I'm,
3: just, I'm just excited to be here, man. What, what, what do you need me to carry?
0: So um, the, the the that um, Sky High show will be cool because we'll have everybody except Matt Glidden. Yeah, so it's gonna be
2: a good show. <laughs> a good show. Fuck <laughs> you guys <laughs> dude. When Chris gets his camera Whoa. up and running, we'll need a cameraman. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
4: God. Don't fucking bring me back my nightmare of starting comedy. I was just recognized as the camera guy. <laughs> I went to fucking Bullenbush Bush with Kyle and Preach, and they were like, "Oh, are you their camera guy?" Oh
3: shit! It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh. Uh.
0: All right. So the twenty, <laughs> the, 20 the 29th the Um, I am headlining the show in Cape Canaveral at the brewery that Eugene is running. Um, distillery. Yep, the distillery. On the thirtieth, <laughs> um, I am. What is that? The Italian American Club. I'm featuring for Frankie Paul. Um, the is that for a Brevard comedy? No, that is for uh, Casey Peruski, Casey oh, and Spaz. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, 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 they run that show.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Me and Spaz go way back. Yeah. Really?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So why aren't you on that show? Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How does this become hey, Billy Matt Little? Can, <laughs> <you guys laughs> can, can we change <laughs> Matt your
1: phone like, to Matt Littleton? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I got, a, I got so a nickname. You know what's funny? What? You know what's funny?
0: Matt's not in my phone.
3: right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: you're not in my phone either. So
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which I should put him in my phone because I need a new sink. So, Matt, <laughs> <don't> right. <laughs> little handyman. <laughs> no, actually, no, <laughs> I, I do handy have, handy. Your, I have your business card though. That, uh, I oh, I, yeah, yeah.
4: All right, you just
0: never put in your phone. <laughs> 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 all right. So, the 7th is the Laugh Attic. So, And we haven't decided who's headlining and who's doing what for that one. It's just going to be the three of us, though. Yeah, so we'll
1: just, whatever. Yeah, whichever one of y'all wants to jump yeah. on that bullet. All
0: right. Um, then, the 8th of October is that rooftop show at Sky High. Then, the 12th to the 14th, I'm at the Fort Myers Snappers uh, as a feature. And, come on now. Then, from the 19th to the 21st, I'm at the Palm Harbor Snappers. As a feature, and then the twenty eighth, I'm headlining the corner for Bonkers, so I will get with Margaret and I'll be there. See too. you on Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then November is empty. I got to get I got to get on book in November. Holy shit! All right. I didn't know we were doing the whole. I get back months. to that. Yeah. All right. So anything else? Yes. Oh, okay. What you
1: got? Uh, so much. Uh, okay. Uh, October twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth. I'm hosting at Gregory's uh wednesday october 18th i'm doing mulligans in jensen beach um i'm hosting palm coast october 20th and 21st and then uh bonkers with you at the end of the month yeah right. so you
4: know awesome. what was funny man is when the laugh addict thing went down right about that same time i had ryan J. and his roommate caleb davis mm-hmm. also a comic his caleb davis not his roommate <laughs> all right but I had them on the Asking for a Friend show, mm-hmm. and then I had to move it. And he's like, the man. in Austin? No. Okay, yo, not fucking, <laughs> we're not doing this. This podcast is not about
3: to last another hour. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I had to move their date. And he's like, yo, you Brevard guys need to get your shows together. Fucking Milk District and Wine Drunker canceled the next ones that I was going to be on. So, well, per- according to me, I don't know if they're still going and I didn't. No, just <laughs> but I wanted to hit Ryan up and be like, yo, you Orlando guys need to get your fucking you shows should. together. Right <laughs> well, shit. you can't now. Uh, you know,
0: watch this whole <laughs>
1: 116 <laughs> comment beef under the <laughs> All
0: right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Comedy scene. Do better.